Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Days, then from a few years ago. Metro's latest thinking on a root cause of rail car problems. I'm John Aaron. Gaming officials come up with a way to bring online betting to Maryland sooner rather than later. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Down day on Wall Street, the Dow was off 107, NASDAQ down 153, Asian stocks lower this morning. Good morning, it's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There is a lot of adverse weather in the Atlantic tonight, either posing real danger soon or a bit down the line. Hurricane Fiona remains Category 4. It has done very serious damage to Puerto Rico. President Biden promising quick, big aid as Fiona now threatens Bermuda and eastern Canada later. As for what could be next, weather channel meteorologist Chris Warren. Eyes on the Caribbean. There's an area of disturbed weather, an investigation area. The National Hurricane Center giving this area of disturbed weather, a high chance of development into a depression or a tropical storm in the next couple of days, the next day or two, really, and it could form here and strengthen in a big way in the Caribbean. So you need to pay attention from the Gulf, Gulf Coast to the East Coast. We've been watching a renewed trend of so-called swatting incidents from Minnesota to California, fake police reports causing robocalls and first responses to phony mass shooting events in Louisiana. Authorities say no active shooter incidents have have happened. Louisiana isn't alone as 10 other states reported similar activity this week. Welsh Police Chief Marcus Crochet explained his department was warned about the calls being made and sent out officers to the town's two schools just to be safe. KLFY-TV's Dalfred Jones. There's been a courtroom development about abortion. A week after Indiana's abortion ban took effect, it's now on pause. Abortion clinic operators say the ban violates the state constitution, finding that there's reasonable likelihood that that could be the case. Owen County Judge Kelsey Hanlon has issued a preliminary injunction. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Overseas, the death of a young woman in the custody of Iran's morality police has sparked growing protests and clashes there with fatalities reported. Just now, Iran's president says that young woman's death will be investigated with more BBC World Affairs correspondent J.R. Gold. Many women in the small Kurdish town in western Iran removed their headscarf and shouted, Women, Life, Freedom. That slogan replicated across the country, echoing in every corner of the country. And we see in the past few days, like wildfire spreading everywhere. Like something out of a number of sci-fi movies, the space agency is about to clobber a small harmless asteroid millions of miles away. If it works right, a spacecraft named DART will hit that asteroid on Monday at 14,000 miles an hour. We are testing to see if you can make impact with an asteroid and change its trajectory in case we ever do find an asteroid headed towards Earth. NASA's Karen Fox and new satellite imagery of the Amazon rainforest shows carbon emissions from that area have more than doubled in the last two years. This is CBS News. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of the Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation, and America's Reluctant Prince, The Life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at lifeofthecarnegie.com. WTOP at 103. 
The Friday morning, September 23rd, 2022. Clear, chilly, breezy, low in the 40s and 50s, most of the area before we're done. We're at 58 in our nation's capital right now. Good Friday morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning, the deadline for avoiding a government shutdown now just about a week away. And as WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller tells us this morning, reaching an agreement to keep the government running is getting... Well, a little more complicated these days. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says he opposes a bill sponsored by fellow Democratic Senator Joe Manchin that would clear the way for a pipeline in West Virginia. If that bill is attached to a continuing resolution to avoid a government shutdown, it's possible the spending measure wouldn't pass. Still, Kaine remains optimistic the matter will be worked out. There's a number of different options, but I'm just trying to be as clear as I can first to Senator Schumer and Manchin, that I've got concerns. Republicans oppose Manchin's bill as well. The deadline for averting a shutdown is next Friday. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 104. New this morning on WTOP Friday, 89% of Virginia schools earned full accreditation for the 2022-2023 school year. That's actually down just 3% from the 2019-2020 school year when the COVID pandemic began. Such a small drop may not sound like a good thing, but State Superintendent Jillian Vallow says it is actually not a good thing. In a statement this week, Vallow says the ratings call into question the effectiveness, she thinks, of the state's accreditation standards because overall, students are actually doing significantly worse on standards of learning tests in reading, math, and science now compared to three years ago. We will review the accreditation status of Northern Virginia schools and bring you more on this later here on WTOP. WTOP at 105. The new FBI headquarters becoming to Prince George's County. Metro may have just helped make that happen. The Metro Board has authorized negotiations for a sale of up to 40 acres of land at the Greenbelt Metro Station if the site is selected for a new FBI HQ. But Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg says they're not favoring one site over another. It's just simply responding to a a request from uh, the GSA. Meanwhile, Metro's deputy chief safety officer said that an investigation may not find a root cause of wheel issues on its troubled rail cars. GM Randy Clark adds, What I'm okay with is guaranteeing that we have a safety assurance process that regardless of root cause, these trains are safe. John Aaron, WTOP News. There are already a number of places where you can bet on sports locally in person in Maryland. Now the state commission that awards sportsbook licenses has come up with a plan apparently to roll out online betting much more quickly. The deadline to apply for a mobile sportsbook license is October 21st. James Nielsen with the Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Commission said some of those applicants may be ahead of the game. We expect that a number of potential applicants have already been licensed by Lottery and Gaming and some other entities will be eligible for our alternative licensing process. Nielsen says as long as they don't get more than the limit of 60 by the application deadline, they can streamline these pre-qualified applicants. And then they could be issued a license by lottery and gaming in very short order. The Sports Wagering Application Review Commission agreed to make mobile sports betting available somewhat sooner by awarding those licenses on a rolling basis. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. With the federal fiscal year-end fast approaching, DLT Solutions has the technology your organization needs to maximize its remaining budget dollars. CrowdStrike is the market leader in cloud-delivered protection of endpoints, cloud workloads, identity, and data for DOD and civilian agencies. At CrowdStrike, intelligence and 
and expertise come together to deliver modern, secure, and resilient zero-trust capabilities for the federal government. To learn more, visit DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. That's DLT.com slash CrowdStrike. Palo Alto Networks offers an unparalleled cybersecurity solution in its industry-leading software. The Nebula solution helps find evasive, zero-day attacks that can cripple organizations and stop them in their tracks. Nebula runs off a series of innovations, resulting in six times faster prevention and 48% more threats detected, surpassing anything previously available. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com and search Nebula. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. At 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Driving good weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us this Friday morning at the WTOP Traffic Center. Still all stop on the Capitol Beltway at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. They are just tucking the roadbed back in. The gates are still down, but they should be coming up shortly, and we'll be moving again. We will have more stoppages in traffic overnight on the Capitol Beltway at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Scheduled maintenance openings scheduled to run until about 5 this morning. But right now, everything at a stop on the... Capitol Beltway, inner and outer loop between Oxon Hill and Alexandria. Continuing with Virginia, the work zone on the outer, I checked that on the inner loop from Eisenhower Avenue to Van Doren Street should be two right lanes to get by. Through Tyson's this morning, the work after 123 should be two to the left to get by. And then after that, you get your lanes back briefly and then more work near Georgetown Pike, exit 44, and that two left lanes all the way to the Legion Bridge. 66, there's work eastbound and westbound, really around Nutley Street with a single lane getting by. More work westbound after Route 50, Fair Oaks, and that's going to be a single lane to get by. Eastbounders after 29, Gainesville, you are down to two left lanes to get by the work. The ramp at exit 44 for the Prince William Parkway shut down for this work zone. After 29, Centerville, you're down to a single left lane to get past that part of the work inside the Beltway. The work is going to be near Route 7, exit 66, a left lane getting by. We move to the district and a bit of a curiosity. Southbound DC 295 initially described as a crash having diverting, having traffic being diverted at Burroughs Avenue. Now understanding this may be a police investigation. Again, southbound DC 295 following police direction and you'll be diverted on the ramp for Burroughs Avenue. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking a rather chilly couple of days here. First off, your Friday, starting off with temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. Uh, warming, though, into the mid-60s, so well below average. You may need the jacket during the day, but we'll see plenty of sunshine. We'll also be rather breezy. Friday night's going to be chilly for sure. Overnight low temperatures, 40s and 50s for your Saturday morning. Highs around 74. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. 56 degrees in Rockville, 55 this morning in Ashburn, 59 in District Heights. We're at 58 and holding in our nation's capital, 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Latest on the Trump woes next on WTLP. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility 
availability and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. You're listening to WTOP News. Friday morning, September 23rd. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, the WTOP app, where it's now 112. Former President Donald Trump suffers a legal defeat this week after a federal appeals court lifts a judge's hold on the Justice Department's ability to use classified records seized from his Mar-a-Lago home last month in the ongoing criminal investigation. This ruling from the three-judge panel this week from the 11th Circuit in Atlanta clears the way for investigators to continue going through the documents as the DOJ decides whether or not to bring criminal charges over the storage of top-secret records. This morning, CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarland breaks down the ruling for us. The appeals court was unanimous and emphatic that there was no need to stop this investigation as the other issues are litigated with these seized documents. And CBS News confirmed just like that, the investigation of those records has resumed with the U.S. Justice Department. This is a three-judge panel in Georgia, a three-judge appeals court panel. Two of the three were appointed by former President Trump, and they were pretty clear. Not only should the investigation be permitted to resume, that a stay should be put in place on that lower court ruling, but that this argument from the former president about having declassified the records isn't even relevant. They call it a red herring. It doesn't impact whether the records belong to the U.S. government and should be subject to review. Now, the changes will actually affect the role of the special master who's been assigned to look at these documents. So what happens with what that person is supposed to do? It limits a bit the, the relevance and the work of this special master, New York federal judge Raymond Deary, and the federal judge in Florida who appointed him issued an order spelling that out. Now the work focuses more on making sure there's no personal records among the things seized or segregating personal records from government records. It takes a lot of the juice and energy and excitement out of following what this special master is doing for those who are following this investigation. That being said, this appeals court ruling, it's not final. There's always the possibility of a challenge to the Supreme Court of the United States, which could change the calculus again on the special master and on this case. And do we know if the Trump team plans to appeal? They haven't said as much, but if you're betting on the federal court system, always bet there's going to be an appeal. <laughs> always bet the over on that line. Did this appeals court, by any of the rationale of the Florida judge in, in the decisions that she made? They're pretty dismissive. Uh, and pretty unequivocal in knocking down what this Florida federal judge Eileen Cannon ruled. The 29 pages in this appellate court ruling, and among the things they differ with her on is that they call them classified records. The judge in Florida called them records with classified markings. This court, the appeals court, says there's not a whole lot of relevance to the classification either. It, that, that's just an argument that doesn't have any worth or value in this context about whether the Department of Justice should be able to review the records. So, the review resumes. CBS Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland talking with Deb and Mark. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
It is Friday morning, September 23rd. Welcome in this early morning to WTOP. Glad you're with us. 115 sports time at Rob's turn once again this morning. Thursday night football was a clunker at multiple levels. Virginia Tech fell hard to West Virginia, 33 to 10, a game in which the Hokies had more penalties, 15 than points or even first downs and fall to two and two. NFL week three opened with the Cleveland Browns 29 to 17 win over the rival Pittsburgh Steelers to move into first place in the AFC North. But Steelers rookie George Pickens had the catch of the year in defeat. The Washington Commanders have a heck of a challenge when they host Jalen Hurts in the top-ranked Philadelphia Eagles offense. But Dave Preston says in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. So the Philly defense is nothing special. And after two weeks, you look at the numbers. Best thing they do, I guess, defensive passing efficiency, they're number three. They don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They only have three sacks. So there will be opportunities for Washington to put points on the board. We discuss whether the commander's defense can be fixed in season and whether Carson Wentz is a better option than Jimmy G in this week's DC Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Capitals open training camp with a roster TJ Oshie kind of likes. You always miss the guys that are gone and the guys that aren't here, but sometimes when you get four or five new faces, it kind of feels a little fresh after not having the success that we've wanted to have for a couple years in a row. The Caps' first exhibition game is Sunday at Capital One Arena. The Nationals were off, but the Orioles blanked the Astros with only a two-run single by Rugnet Odor, while Kyle Bradish struck out 10. He was one out shy of his first complete game shutout. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 116 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following this 1 a.m. hour on WTOP Friday morning, we're a week away from the government shutdown and a bill for a West Virginia pipeline could put a funding deal at risk if it's attached to the main package. But Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine tells WTOP this week he thinks it will all be worked out in the end. The special master overseeing the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation has more demands for former President Trump's lawyers. The judge now asking them to support their accusations the FBI may have planted evidence at the property during their search last month. And with inflation hitting us especially hard at the supermarket, the Pentagon taking steps now this week to help service members buy affordable groceries. Uh, the DOD is lowering the prices, we're told, at commissaries. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories where the time is 117. World of Entertainment return to. Did you enjoy opera in the outfield last year on the scoreboard at Nats Park? This weekend, Sunday, it's changing the title to opera on the field as it moves to Audi Field. We broadcast the opera on the scoreboard so everyone's got a great view of it, whether you're sitting on the grass with your blanket or sitting in the stands. Timothy O'Leary of the Washington National Opera will screen a Kennedy Center performance of Carmen on the Jumbotron. The overture from Carmen is... Hopes the free event will win over new opera fans. This way, we can offer it to thousands of people for free in a really fun and welcoming environment. Every year, thousands of people come to opera on the field and they experience opera for the very first time. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP at 118. Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. No sooner had I stopped talking about eight minutes ago than they reopened traffic on the Woodrow Wilson bridge again moving in a uh, an orderly fashion delays have pretty much cleared out but this is a temporary thing officials at the bridge tell us there'll be another opening of the drawbridge about 1:40 this morning so about half an hour from now is when they're expected to bring traffic to a stop again both inner and outer loop 
from Maryland to Virginia and back between Alexandria and Oxon Hill as they do the maintenance on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. But for right now, everything seems to be okay. We go quickly to the district, DC 295 Southbound. We've got an issue. And everyone's being diverted at Burroughs Avenue Northeast, initially described as a crash with one overturned, now being described as a police investigation. This one may be there a while. North batters are not affected, but South batters, at last report, were being diverted at Nanny Helen Burroughs Avenue Northeast under police direction. To Virginia we go, and on the Capitol Beltway, the work zone, as you leave the Wilson Bridge on the inner loop near Eisenhower Avenue, two right lanes getting by there. Through Tyson's, you've got work after 123. That's two to the left to get by. And then shortly thereafter, you're back over to the left in a column of two after Georgetown Pike, all the way to the Legion Bridge to get by the work. The 66 work zone's not nearly as traumatic as... Thursday morning, but still there and still to be reckoned with. Both directions, roughly between Nutley Street and the Capitol Beltway, you're going to be down to a single lane, and you're also going to find uh, two to the left getting by the work zone after 29 Gainesville. The ramp to the Prince William Parkway is blocked by the work. Our work zone in Maryland on the Capitol Beltway through the roller coaster from 355 and all the way up the hill to Georgia Avenue was over on the right side. You were getting by at two to the left. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Fall is here, and it's going to feel like it for the next couple of days. First off, your Friday morning, starting off with temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. As you move on through the afternoon, highs only in the mid-60s, and that coming with rather breezy conditions. So you may need the uh, jackets during the day. Friday night, if you've got plans, maybe even Friday night football, take the coats for sure. You're talking about temperatures in the 40s and 50s, and that's going to be the case early on Saturday morning. A very chilly start. Highs, though, in the afternoon around 74. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 59 in Upper Marlboro. We're at 58 in Centerville. We're back up to 60 at our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 23rd. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Keeping on a budget during the hard times of inflation. Advice coming your way on WTOP Next. Stay with us. WTOP's Jack Taylor here with a reminder to grab your final deal of the summer from my good friends over at Jack Taylor's Alexandria Toyota. Wow, serious gas savings here. New Corolla, just $2.29 a month. New Prius, now only $2.89 a month. Or pick up some extra discounts when you pre-order. Want to get overpaid for your trade? This is the place. Your trade is worth more than you think, and they'll prove it. Grab your custom tailored deal before the summer is over. AlexandriaToyota.com See dealer for lease details. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. When you hire someone to replace your roof, you want a detailed upfront estimate and an expert to get it done right the first time. At New Look, we provide clear line-by-line estimates paired with a 3D rendering of your roofing project. On average, we install one roof every hour, so you know our team has the expertise to manage your project. And we provide a lifetime warranty on every roof installed. Find out why over 40,000 homeowners have chosen New Look to do their roof. This fall, save 20% on all roofing projects and qualify for 12 months no payment, no interest financing. At New Look, you can depend on our 20 years of roofing expertise, honest estimates, and guaranteed customer satisfaction. Call New Look today at 800-279-5300. That's 800 800- 279-5300. NewlookHomeDesign.com. This is WTOP News. It is Friday morning, September 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 123. Welcome in. Out shop. 
Inflation takes a big bite out of everyone's budget these days, with food costs up as much as 11% in just the past year. So how can you actually stay well-fed without breaking the bank or spending hours of extra time in the kitchen these days? This morning, Sally Squires, who writes the Lean Plate Club blog, says it pays, she thinks, to return to the basics. Shop store brands, always shop with a list, you know, don't go to the store hungry, all the things that we know are important. But the other way that I found to cut grocery costs significantly is to shop online and then either have the food delivered or pick it up. Now, what this means is that I don't make any impulse buys. I only get what we really need. I have a chance to check the pantry, the fridge, the freezer before, you know, buying something when you're in the store just in case. And it has cut our food bills in half during the past couple of years. And it's also saved me a lot of time. Many of us are cooking more at home to try to save on money, but the reality is cooking at home takes a lot more time than many of us have. So what's the secret to eating well, saving money, and saving time in the kitchen? Yeah, it, it, sometimes it's, it can feel a little tricky, but basically one of the things that you can do is you prepare once, but then you prepare enough food in batches that you can eat it two or three times. So, for example, I roast a chicken, or if you don't have time to do that, these days you can buy one already cooked at the grocery. And then we'll have it for dinner that night, and then maybe the next night we'll cut it up with beans and veggies for tacos, or you know, I'll make a pasta dish with it, and then later in the week I'll use it for a frittata or a salad. I also cook batches of veggies ahead of time. So I have right now in my refrigerator roasted eggplant, cooked spinach, you know, all kinds of things that I can just grab and, and incorporate into a meal. And even though there are only two of us at home right now, I cook a large batch of rice or pasta. We eat it for one meal, then I refrigerate a little bit of it, and the rest I pack into individual bags and freeze for use later. And you can do the same thing with big batches of oatmeal and other foods you know so you can it doesn't have to be for dinner it could also be for breakfast that's pretty good the freezer here is kind of your best friend these days it really is and there are so many good things in the freezer and one of the things that i love is that america's test kitchen has just released a youtube video earlier this year touting the value and freshness of frozen seafood because that's gotten really pricey and so if you can go for shrimp tilapia cod sole it's about half the price per pound of fresh fish it tastes just as good and because fresh fish has already been frozen usually before it hits the grocery store so it's a really great opportunity to save money and eat well a little taste of this a little taste of that a flavor here a flavor there you never try on skype sally squires who writes the lean plate club blog at leanplateclubblog.com talking there with mark and Deb. you're listening to 103.5 fm at wtop.com Sally, part of your money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy.